broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on episode eight of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I am Tom, and I'm here with Trevor and Damon. It feels like forever since I've talked to you guys. How you doing? It's been a while. Good. Wow. I went, yeah, I went to my <laughs> yeah. I went to my favorite park though. In between there, and it's we, not Disney. even more so than Disney. Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that then a little bit. So, uh, but but I'm back from vacation, uh, and you know, back from my Disney World vacation, and uh, I'm excited to tell you guys all about it. And I'm excited to tell our listeners all about it because uh, it was a really really good vacation. Lots of really cool things that we did while we were out there, and uh, you know, just excited to tell everybody about it. But uh, you know, since we've been away for a few weeks, man, there is a ton of stuff that has happened. Uh, you know, since we've been gone, uh, and I mean, really, we had an episode, uh, you know, two weeks ago, but uh, you know, just in the past two weeks there's been a ton of news and uh you know i i hopefully all of you uh have liked our facebook page but if you haven't uh you can like our facebook page and you can see all of the uh pictures and videos i took while on my trip uh took a lot of uh pictures of food and a lot of uh videos of shows and parades and all sorts of fun stuff so uh you know lots of good things on the facebook page if you haven't done that check that out but uh so we're going to talk a little bit about my trip and uh get into some other things like rumors and there's some updates that are happening and there's all sorts of fun things that are happening so i'm kind of sad to be back to be honest because you know i'm not in disney anymore but i'm happy to be talking to you guys and be talking to all the audience too so i I think vacation depression is a real thing it is oh it's totally real i truly think it is that's why everyone, you know, calls the Magical Express the Tragic Express or the Tragical Express, right? Yeah, I, I was going to ask you if you rode the Tragical Express back when you left. <laughs> I did not because I, I mean, I guess the Tragical Express for me and for my wife is is our car, you know, just driving out. Because, <laughs> the long know, ride home. Since we drive, yeah, it's, it's you know, just kind of driving, driving out through the gates and it's like, oh, we're gone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but... Lots of cool stuff, you know. We did a lot of really neat things while we were there, and uh, you know, so feel free to interrupt me as we talk about these things. But uh, you know, I know Damon, you're going to be staying at Boardwalk sometime soon. Here. I am. Yeah. I, I so August. Yeah, in August. That's right. You're how many days are you staying again? Uh, we're only so we're staying four four days, three nights, but only going to the park two. I think something like that. Okay. Well, I, Boardwalk was awesome, so I, I think you should be excited about Boardwalk for sure. If you weren't already, uh, yes, definitely. Boardwalk is great, man. Uh, we walked in and we got like a corner room, which was awesome. So it was, it seemed much bigger. Uh, you know, it was a really, really nice sized room. I know they recently recently redid those a couple of years ago, but uh, man, those are great rooms. Uh, we had a pool view, so we looked at we were looking at the main uh, DVC pool. Uh, which was really, really nice. Uh, it was it's just a big room. It was a really nice size. Uh, and, and so that was really great. And we loved the theming of it, too. It just, it just felt like a lot of space. So that was really nice. Now, how did you find just getting around the boardwalk, like, as a, as a resort? Was it easy to get to everything, or was it, like, yeah, that I've is... heard... Go ahead, yeah, sorry. some of the resorts are, are really spread out and... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a great question. So I have to say the, the access to Epcot was fantastic, right? So like the first, right after we checked in, we walked right into Epcot. We rope dropped Epcot. We went straight to frozen, got on with no line. So how far is it though? So like Uh, you're walking in at five, 10, 15, like what, what, what do we have there? Maybe a 10 minute walk. If you walk slow. 
Okay, which is actually which one of the reasons why actually we were staying there since we're out of our two days. We're going to Epcot one day. We want to make sure that kind of got there. Yeah, and it it it's it's a quick walk. It's not far at all, and it brings so, you right into the like pretty much into the back of 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 the World Showcase. And and you can um, you felt like you could have walked back and forth. Like I said, we're just going to the one park, but we don't want to stay all day. You could walk back and forth. You think it was fine. Oh yeah, for Going sure. Going back it, for lunch, take a little nap, something like that. Yeah, no, not bad at all. I mean, we we literally we rope dropped Frozen. We waited for no time at all. Right, got right onto Frozen, uh, and then we and then right after that we walked right to Soren. We walked right onto Soren. It was a twenty minute wait when we got. By the time we got to Soren, we did Soren twice in a row, pretty much without fast passes. Nice, which is kind of crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's gotten a little bit better since they added the new theater, but I mean, just to even be able to do that is is awesome. So, uh, so that was great. I, I that that part of it was awesome. Uh, you know, really loved it. I would say the only downside I found about Boardwalk, and and uh, so there were a couple downsides, right? So, the one night we spent at Hollywood Studios, uh, you know, it seemed like we looked for a bus back to our resort, but it seemed like they were only offering Friendship Boat back to the resort, and the Friendship Boat line was pretty much like hundreds of people long right and so we were like forget that (laughs) so so we basically walked back which is not a short walk it's maybe 20 minutes it's i mean what i guess i guess that's kind of a short walk uh, but you know when you've been walking around all day yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i can see why you wouldn't want to do that so the only downsides i really saw to staying at boardwalk there there were just a couple things that i didn't really love and and you know i mentioned walking back from hollywood studios uh that was not so fun after a day of walking uh you know of course it was still really hot at night too right so it's not like it cooled down or anything it was still hot and humid so that wasn't the most fun thing i I, there might have been a bus available that i didn't know about and uh you know but it wasn't listed on you know those boards where they have all the bus destinations and all that fun stuff so i I'm not really sure with that one, but the other thing I didn't really like is, and maybe I just got like spoiled staying at like Wilderness Lodge and and uh, you know even staying at Polly was there was there was not really like a quick service type of restaurant like right there. There was one down on the boardwalk that you could you could use, but it wasn't nearly as like well put together. I felt like as the other resorts. So those were my only two things that I really kind of didn't love. So when you say a quick service, like I, so in my head, being that I haven't been to Disney in a long time last place I stayed was at a value resort resort and they had like those food courts where you could go mm-hmm. get like, you know, all the standard stuff, you know, pop and juice and all that kind of stuff. So you're, you're talking like they didn't really have anything on that level where like you could just run down and grab breakfast or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they, they, so kind of, yeah. So, I mean, they, they had it, it was just that it was, it's kind it was kind of a long walk and it wasn't like in the building, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't oh, just like okay. right there. And it was almost like, you know, it was in the opposite direction of the buses. Right. So the boardwalk is, is, you know, obviously the boardwalk, but then to get to the bus, you have to walk the opposite way. It just wasn't really convenient more than anything. It was there, but it just wasn't, it, it just wasn't as full featured as some of the other ones I've seen or as, you know, I don't convenient. think it's convenient at Animal Kingdom either, though. That's true. Although the last time when I stayed at Kidani, uh, they had like little sandwiches and stuff uh, at the gift shop right there in Kidani. But it wasn't. You're right. It wasn't like a full quick service. And and for some reason we didn't really mind it when we stayed there. But it, at Boardwalk it just felt. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, I hated that about Animal Kingdom. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see how I feel about Boardwalk. Yeah, and I mean it's not a deal breaker or anything. I mean it wasn't like the worst. Wait, know, have thing you been to happened. and have you been to Beach Club or no? 
I've never stayed at Beach Club. I've always wanted to. Okay, that's next on, on, on my list next year, but I was just curious how you would compare it to that. But okay. Yeah, I mean, that one's probably next on my list, too, I'd say. Uh, but yeah, that would be my only downside. Is I mean, and to be honest, it was kind of nice to walk from Hollywood Studios to back to the hotel, even though, you know, didn't really feel like walking. But it was a nice walk. It was a pretty walk, you know? <laughs> so, so it, it sounds to me like, I, I guess for anybody who's thinking about it, is some of these resorts you just have to plan to have, like, extra snacks or whatever on hand because, you, you know, you're not always – you kind of get used to assuming that there's a quick service or something nearby, right? So – there, there's yeah. definitely a lesson learned there. <laughs> that's that's true, and I mean, it's not like there wasn't anything, right? There was like a little general yeah. store that was right was also on the boardwalk too that had like cupcakes and sweets and stuff like that, and sodas and all that fun stuff. But and then there was like a little DVC store in there too that had you know a couple little things here. It just I don't know. It just felt like I had to go extra to to get there. But that being said, boardwalk was awesome, really really great. Uh, it was fun to stay there. It was you know neat atmosphere at night there, you know where it's all lit up and. You know, there's like performers out there just randomly. Every time we saw a performer, though, like we we just missed it basically, right? So, <laughs> like they just started performing, and then we we saw them, and by the time we got there, they were pretty much already done. So we missed a bunch of those, but uh, that's pretty cool. We also checked out the Abracadab Bar, which is the oh uh, yeah, which is yeah. really cool. <laughs> Um, so it's a magician, th- for those that don't know, it's a magician-themed bar on the boardwalk. It's fairly new. They just kind of opened it last year. Um, and it's, it's a neat place. It's, it's cool. The drinks are all themed, uh, you know, to, to different things. And, uh, you know, there's some little things that happen in there. And if you're, like, one of those people that really loves details, this place is for you. Because lots of little details, lots of little knickknacks all over the place. Um, comfy couches. We had a really nice server. Uh, I had a drink that was, like... I think I took a picture of it and maybe posted it on the Facebook page, but if I didn't, I will post it on there. But it was, like, neon blue colored because they actually used um, cotton candy, like, liquid. The things they, they used to make cotton candy, the actual liquid they put into the drink. It was so sweet, but it was really good. <laughs> so uh, so awesome. that was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, and then, you know, we also ate at Trattoria Al Forno the, right there on the boardwalk, which was actually really awesome. I don't know why no one ever talks about that restaurant because that one was really, really good. Uh, you know, Wait, it's Italian food? Italian food, yes, I know. And it compared to Jersey how? <laughs> I, I thought it was really great. I mean, it's it's not like – it's definitely different than Viennapoli, right? So Viennapoli is more like pizza and like lasagna and stuff like that. This was more like I'd say upscale kind of Italian. So like my wife had seared scallops and you know they have a pretty huge wine selection there. But how does it compare to eating Italian food in New Jersey? I, I thought it compared pretty well. Uh, you know, I thought oh, I thought it did. I mean, it was one of the be best chicken parms I've ever had in my life. I'll say that. Oh wow! Okay, it was good. It was good. I mean, I don't believe you, but okay, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I will have to try it out now specifically to it was dis- good. disprove your theory. But okay, I, I have to say too, there was it, it, a funny thing happened where uh, you know, and this is a totally off the wall story, but our waiter was awesome. Really, really great waiter. Uh, really great with like the wine pairings and things like that. But we were joking around, and that I, I read a story in like Forbes about how like uh, you know a lot of oil, olive oil is uh, not real olive oil, right? It's a lot of oil, olive oil that even comes from Italy is not fully real olive oil. And uh, I was joking about it, and the waiter just happened to come by, and he he was like, "No, ours is real olive oil." And then and then went to prove it to us. He went and got the bottle and brought it to our table. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I believed you, man. You didn't have to bring you didn't have to bring it to the table. 
but uh, super, super friendly uh, waiter there. Great service, great food, uh, open atmosphere. It was really, I, I liked it a lot. But so that was, uh, stand up boardwalk was great. Uh, we really loved it. We did, we did hit up the pool once, believe it or not, which I know, I'm sure a lot of people would gasp at that, but we're park people, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, you, you were really out for the parks this time, too, and obviously with Pandora and everything, too, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we spend so much time in the parks that we, like, we will always say, like, at the beginning of every vacation, yeah, let's swim at this one. You know, let's make sure we hit the pool, and then we just never do. Like, you know, it almost never happens, and it's, it's funny because we really wanted to check the pool out this time, and it just, it just didn't work out just based on that, so... I'll have a pool report, not to worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, because you'll be there without park tickets, right? So For, for at least a day, yeah. I think we're going to try to do the what, the top of the world firework thingy so we don't have tickets yeah, to Magic Kingdom. I think we're going to do that one day. And I mean, you know, you start to think about so many things that are to do at Disney. I mean, you have to go to Disney Springs. You want to try to get our free watch. Wait, did you get your free watch? Yeah, so yeah. I didn't because I completely forgot. <laughs> Oh, we, we walked right <laughs> so by hold on a second. So you didn't go in the pool of boardwalk, right? You didn't get your free watch. You didn't obviously ride any of the rides we told you to ride. So well, we could talk about that in a moment. <laughs> we'll, we'll get around to that. I we'll I get around to that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This vacation, you know, listen, I don't feel like that you vacationed um, the way that uh, you should have. But that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> to, to be totally honest, this was a pretty weird one for us, actually. It was way different than any one we've done in the past. Um, yeah, really weird. <laughs> to, totally, I mean, to be totally honest. But no, we, we were at Disney Springs for dinner. Uh, we went to Homecoming at Disney Springs, um, which was really, really great. Uh, amazing. But I, I kind of understand why they had to change the name of Disney Springs, because if you were used to downtown Disney, it is a totally different place. I know we're going off on a on a tangent here, but man, that place is crazy. Here's the, here, I mean, it's yeah, here's the question, though: Do you like it better or worse? <sighs> or just I mean, because I've been there too, so now I'm curious to what your thought. You know, it, it, it's not a better or worse thing for me. I, you know, I it's just it's a really upscale shopping center now. Like it almost makes you uncomfortable at how how nice it is if you're like you know a middle class human being like me. But <laughs> so, I I thought it was it's I, I will say this: It's much who prettier. buys something in those shops though. What's that? Who really buys anything in those shops? I wonder that too. I, you know, it's. I mean, and there, every time I go to a place like that, like we have outlet malls near near me, and I'll go to the outlet, and I don't even know. I've never even heard of half the places that are there. Like I don't. Even, and that was kind of how I felt at Disney Springs too. I'm like, what it's is very that high range? end stuff. It's I very mean, without high a doubt. Um, I, I just can't imagine besides athletes and you know, like I said, very rich people going in there. And, and kind of having an impulse buy on something that's there. Oh, I totally agree. And I, there's a lot of really fancy stores there. But and, yeah. it is nice, right? So, oh, so there's something really nice. to be said. So because it's bigger now, it definitely separates the people. I, I think for me, I always felt that downtown Disney had a little bit of a... Oh, I don't know what the good word to use would be, but um, a little bit of a fraternity type atmosphere that I didn't necessarily care for. Okay, uh, especially in the food area. The, so, yeah, um, what was it called? Um, Pleasure used to Island. Be that, yeah, Pleasure Island. Yeah, yeah oh, that, Pleasure I can Island. see that. So now I feel like it's more comfortable for me. So I would say you know a little bit of the opposite. So for me, it feels more comfortable. It's interesting to look at things. You know what else I like about it? Um, well, so, so you know, again, Tom and myself are from New Jersey, so so maybe he can relate. You've ever been to Short Hills Mall? 
Oh yeah, it, it okay. definitely reminds right? me of that. So, so the thing about it is, is that when you walk into a mall like that, you feel a little bit uncomfortable because, hey, I want to look at that five thousand dollar watch. Well, you're in Disney, so it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. So maybe there's things that you wouldn't necessarily ask for out of the case to look, touch, see, handle, feel, but you know you're in Disney. You know it's okay. There's something nice to be said about that. That's that's true, and and it is. I mean. Not to say that downtown Disney wasn't nice, but it is much nicer. It's like well put together and it's the I mean the buildings are beautiful and the way they themed it is beautiful. So overall, it's it's really nice. But, but you know what? It's hot over there on that new side. Oh yeah, for sure. There's no it, well there's no shade anywhere. So. Yeah, so it's really hot over there. That's the one thing I would say that I wasn't a fan of. You're walking down that, you know, the the stone path and the stone's light, the sun's blaring on you. It does get a little warm over there. It does. Did you go to the Coke store when you were there, the the big Coke place? I don't think you – so So I went when it was – was it there when they just opened it? Because I don't remember that. No, that came up – was it last year? I think it was – So I was there when the new Disney Springs opened, like pretty much when it opened. So I, I don't know if the store was there, but I don't remember it, so I'm going to say it was not. Well, it was like a phase thing, right? So there yeah. Was, yeah, I know, think so. Opening. But so I, I did check that out. Is there out. free Coke? Because if there's not free Coke, I don't care. <laughs> not no. free. Um, although more reasonable than I expected, I would say. Uh, so like we did, we went up to like the rooftop where they have like a drink bar and they've got like hundreds of different drinks you can try. Uh, kind of like Cool Zone on steroids. Uh, but it's not David. free. It's not yeah, free, right? But so no. one of the things they have is like a sampler where you do 16 samples from kind, around the world. Kind of like. The free stuff over in Epcot? Yes, except it's different. There's different <laughs> but ones in there. But it's not free. No. <laughs> you see the theme here, right? <laughs> yes, the, it's, it's true. It's not free. It was like, it was no. 16 decent sized cups. They were like Dixie cups, but filled to the top, basically. Uh, and it was, for 16 of them, it was like eight or nine bucks. So it wasn't outrageous. Um, you know, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. And it's, I mean, when you look at it, if I, I don't know if I shared that picture or not, but when you actually look at it, it's like, wow. That's what did a lot they of have drinks. that was so different, though? Um, there were a couple different ones that were different. They still had Beverly in there, uh, but they had, you know, just some, some other random ones like, uh, from Brazil, um, from, oh gosh, I can't remember all of them. There's some African ones in there. There was all sorts of different ones. It was, and and there was maybe two or three that were the same as Cool Zone, I'd say. Mm. So it was cool. It was, that was a fun thing to check out. So they're, they're just trying to, you know, offer some different stuff and then that way, you also don't get the uncomfortable stares from the cast members when you've been hanging out in there for an hour. In cool drinks. <laughs> in, you mean in cool zone? You get uncomfortable stares? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm assuming if you hang out in there long enough, I'm sure anybody would be like, okay, why are you here still? Right? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, I've been in there for quite a while, I have to say. You know, it's so packed all the time. I, I couldn't is. imagine that yeah. they would even know. Well, I mean, a quick story about Cool Zone too. Uh, that's pretty funny. But yeah, so the Coke store is pretty cool. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It, and is it know, like they, the one in Atlanta or no? Like I haven't of, been to the one in Atlanta, no. but I think it's probably as it's maybe as comparable. Uh, you know, gotcha. from what I've heard, it's comparable. But they also they actually do have an alcoholic beverage that's made of Beverly. It's called Beverly's Revenge, which is pretty funny. Um, I did not have that. Just so you like know, like a probably like a gin and tonic sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it, what's in it. I'm sure we can look it up online, but it's, it's it. I, I wasn't I wasn't even going to bother. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> but uh, so uh, so my funny story about Cool Zone really quickly is I, I met up with a college friend while we were uh, at Epcot, and he was drinking around the world. So, you know, we didn't partake, partake, but we caught him about halfway through. Um, and you know, he was he was pretty far gone at that point. And, and by the time he got to you know like the tenth country. 
we told him he this is a guy that knows zero about Disney. He said the admission price to Epcot was his cover charge, basically. Like he wasn't planning on going on any rides, on doing anything but drinking. And oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. And I was like, man. And we were with a friend too that is uh, another college friend that's you know as obsessed as as we are. So they, she was like, seriously, like nothing. So we were gonna we made him go on Spaceship Earth, but before we did that. Um, we uh we were like oh man i was like you got to tr- you got to try this thing over in the cool zone it's called beverly it's like the greatest thing ever you're going to love it so much and, <laughs> and then everybody gets their cameras out <laughs> pretty much yeah we basically just tricked him into trying beverly and the, but the best part was like he didn't I don't know if it was because he was a little, you know, gone, but by the time I like basically ran up to the machine, got the cup, filled it, and I was like, "Here, try it." Like, so he couldn't read the label, you know, because the label says that it's bitter. So, and his face was just the greatest. So, <laughs> I told him he got Disney hazed, is what it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he had his first experience with that. So that's, uh, but anyway, uh, so we'll go back to talking about about uh, about some other things here. So Boardwalk was great, really awesome. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of fun. Then we did our stay at Polly, and you know, we this we did the split split stay, which was actually great. So, how say, was Trevor, your like? So, the difference from going from Boardwalk to Polly was it like a huge difference, or were you just kind of like as it far just, as like room size goes, or like the transition, or the, I mean, like the whole transition process, like how like super yeah, easy, really. Couldn't have been easier. Um, honestly, we just called Bell Services. They came up. They took all of our stuff. You know, they filled out the tag like they normally do. We told them that it needed to go to Polly, and uh, yeah, that was it. It was, and we we so I had to drive my car over there, obviously. So we drove my car over there. They do say it takes a couple hours, so it, it, I don't think they actually start taking them over until later in the afternoon. So don't expect to be able to get your stuff right away. And truthfully, we could have just packed up our car again, but we just we kind of wanted to see how it was doing it outside of that, right? So, but it was super, super easy to get over there. Yeah, I mean, no problems nice. at all. The person that checked me into Polly is probably the nicest cast member I've ever met in my entire life. The nicest lady. So sweet. Um, we were in uh, Tokilau. I'm sure I'm saying that mm-hmm. wrong, but that's where we were. <laughs> that, that is the, that's if you're the looking at the map, building. it's the one on the left, because there's three. There's, there's two to the right of the map, and one that is the furthest left on the map. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly that's a great description, and it's it's also like a two second walk from the bus stop too, which is awesome. Like that yeah. was that was amazing. Um, and so we got we got there in our room. So I did not realize beforehand, and I've done a lot of research about this kind of stuff, but I did not realize that Polly has by far the biggest studios of any of the resorts. Really. Yeah, I mean, it was huge. The room was huge. And then later I looked it up and it was like, wow, it's like 100 square feet bigger than like everything. Um, it had two bathrooms, which was also kind of crazy to me. <laughs> so one of them just had like a stand-up shower and a sink. It was really nice. And then the other one was like the other full bathroom with the tub and, and you know, toilet and all that stuff and with another sink in there. But I was like, man, this is kind of cool. Wait, you uh, did the one bedroom? No, we just did a studio. Studio has two bathrooms in it, which is really yep. odd. <laughs> and yeah, it sleeps five and has the kitchenette. Yep. No washer and dryer though. No washer and dryer on that one, no. But yeah, no. I it, don't it, remember. It, I don't even remember. You know, it's funny. We were there last last year. I don't even remember what we had. I mean, we obviously had. Oh, we probably had a studio as well. I, I do remember some of that one, two bathrooms, but I, I don't think we had a one bedroom. Yeah, it, I, it, it, it didn't impress me that much. Again, I, I wasn't a fan, so. 
I, I, I mean, I, I th- we were pretty impressed by the rooms, just the size of them, and the you know we really liked the the bathrooms were really nice. That shower was really nice, uh, you know, really you know nice tile and all that fun stuff. And uh, we just couldn't believe how big the rooms were. We were just kind of blown away by that because we had just come from Boardwalk and we we're like, man, these rooms are huge. And then we get to Polly and we're like, wow, this room's even more huge. <laughs> so it was it was just one of those things. Uh, we loved the, the the easy access to the monorail, easy access to you know the buses were right there. We didn't. We took the boat one time. Uh, I think it was because it was right after Happily Ever After, and the monorails were a nightmare. So we were like, let's take the boat. There's no one else taking the boat. So <laughs> so that was pretty easy. But the split state was great. It was fun. Polly was awesome. Uh, you know, it, it, the uh, had some Tonga toast. I think I posted a picture of that. Tonga toast yes. was great. Yeah, I, I, I saw you. You seemed to enjoy that a lot. <laughs> I did. I, I, I kind of regret not getting just one for my wife and I to share because they are huge. So, although yep. <laughs> I have to say the one thing I was disappointed with was the uh, cupcake selection at uh, at uh, the the quick service there. I always like when they have like the special cupcakes, like at Wilderness Lodge, they had a s'mores one for a while and it, they didn't really have any special cupcakes, which kind of bummed me out, but obviously not a deal breaker. It's cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> you can go over to Magic Kingdom if you really want cupcakes, right? Yeah, yeah. I just like like I think it's cool when they all have like some unique thing like that they have, you know, right. some unique kind of food that they have. So well, to be fair, you also have a Dole Whip stand there too. It's also a fair point. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> and Damon, I tried to find. Uh, well, I tried for both of you guys. I tried to find the skull mugs. Couldn't find them. Really? I also forgot for t- a t- while, but <laughs> t- t- total failure of a trip. <laughs> I, you know, I know. I try. I looked for them, and uh, we, you know, I think it was just no watch, every... no skull mugs, no good rides. <laughs> I, we were very forgetful on this trip. I, I got to start making more lists. That's actually how you know it's a good trip, though. Yeah, for real. I mean, honestly, we were usually our trips are so are very very planned and very structured. This trip, we kind of just went wild and did different things all the time. Like it was, we were all over the place with stuff, which was kind of fun and different. And you know, it, it was it was a lot different. And you know, we got to spend night uh, not the night, but we the nighttime stuff at Animal Kingdom was amazing. Um, yeah, go ahead, sir. This includes, or you're talking just the Animal Kingdom or Pandora? All of it. Or both, really? Yeah, so all of it. Um, so, and I'll, I'll get into Pandora in a sec here, uh, but, um, you know, like the other nighttime stuff, I shared a couple pictures from it. Um, the way they light it at night is amazing. It's beautiful, right? Um, but the projection show they do on the Tree of Life is really, really, really cool. It's, like, beautiful. And, and really, uh, you know, every time it's different and it's random and... It's it's just amazing, and I loved Rivers of Light. I know the reviews have been kind of mixed on it. I thought it was fantastic. My wife thought it was fantastic. Both of us left there saying, how does anybody not like this show? Um, maybe because there's not, like, fire and explosions and fireworks, but, I mean, I guess if you want to see those things, go go see a Michael Bay movie or something, because it's, it's just not, you know, it's not that kind of show. But it's, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful show. It's really well done. Uh, I almost felt like there was too much to look at, you know? That would be, like, my only criticism, is, like, I was looking, like, everywhere. I, like, couldn't focus on one thing. There was so much going on. So, yeah, so Nighttime was pretty incredible there. We didn't get to do, uh, we kind of ran out of time to do, like, the safari at night, but uh, that was something I really wanted to do. We just, we kind of ran out of time, so, unfortunately. But, um, and then, so Pandora... Let's let's get into that. Unless there was something you wanted to ask me, Trevor. I, I thought I no. I I'm uh, so I guess my only concern with Pandora, all I'll ask is don't get into too crazy detail because no spoilers. I promise. Yeah, yeah. No I spoilers for sure. <laughs> so so what I would say is um, 
you know, we've we've been like looking at pictures of this for a while. Uh, walking into that place is, I mean, like it almost like took our breath away just seeing it. Like the pictures don't do it justice at all. The enormity of it, like the those floating rocks, they look pretty big on in pictures and things like that. But when you actually or videos, but when you actually get there and you're standing and you're looking at them, you're like, wow, those are huge and don't like you know you kind of you understand how they're floating in the sky, like you know you can see the vines that are holding them up, but it's like how I. I don't even know how this is working. It's, I mean, it's amazing. It really is. Um, we didn't spend a ton of time there. Um, you know, we spent a good amount of time. We could have spent a lot more time probably, uh, but we had, you know, other things going on. But um, Flight of Passage was amazing. I'm not going to ruin anything about that for anybody. It was really, it lives up to the hype completely. Uh, definitely worth worth a fast pass for sure. Um, it didn't break down while we were there, so that was good news. Um, but it was, it was really, really incredible. We, we did the fast pass line, uh, did not wait at all for fast pass. So I've seen a lot of people posting on the groups asking like, how long have you waited in the fast pass line? And, and my answer is none. Uh, we, we really, we waited maybe five minutes. So that wasn't bad. So and then, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say one thing I've, I've heard, uh, I didn't read into it too much, but I, I've actually heard some people say that, um, so even though it's crazy long to do the standby line right now, apparently the standby line has a whole bunch of interactive elements to it, like even more so than anything else in the parks like Haunted Mansion or Peter Pan or any of those other rides that have interactive queues now. So I know you, you just fast-passed it and got out of there, but uh, I think that's something in the future to to look at as well. And I might try it as well, depending on how things go with our trip. But yeah, yeah. Just a I, side note. I almost kind of wish we rope dropped it just so we could go through the queue. I know that sounds weird, but like, because I I've seen a lot of this stuff on the internet and it just looks really really cool. But it, it, you really don't get it with the fast pass line, you know. By the time you get up there, I mean, you kind of skip a lot of it. So it, it, you really just get right to almost where the entrance is of it. So um, right. But for those of you guys that are motion sick, it did not make me in any way queasy. Uh, it was very smooth. Didn't you know? So I know Damon. I think you've said before that Star Tours bothers you, but this is definitely not Star Tours. <laughs> and, and so for you, Tom, you, you're like you don't like Star Tours, and you don't like anything that's like oh, a no. simulator ride. I love Star Tours. I love Star Tours. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could ride Star Tours a hundred times. <laughs> All right. I just yeah, trying no. to figure out if my wife would actually get on it or not. So onto, onto Pandora. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, onto Flight of Passage. Yeah. I, I would say so, because it, it's almost like Soren in that it doesn't move that much. It's more of tricking your eyes, you know, with how the video syncs up with the movement. So it just feels like you're moving really fast when you really aren't, you know? Right. So hmm. hopefully that's not too much of a spoiler, but... Um, yeah, so that was awesome. Really, really great. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think it's, it would bother anybody that's motion sick. Um, we did a uh, uh, river journey. Uh, we actually got an extra fast pass for river journey day of, which I know sounds crazy, but we literally just checked. We were in Epcot and we checked to see if there was one available. Cause we were planning on going and just standing in line. Sure enough, there was just one available right for when we were going. Oh, nice. Which is awesome. Right. So, <laughs> um, so that was really, really great. Uh, and you know, that ride was really pretty and beautiful and really uh, a great ride. My only criticism would be the same criticism I've heard from a lot of people. And that's not that it doesn't have a drop or like, it's not, you know, exciting or anything. Cause I, I've, I've really loved the visuals of it. It was great. It was just really, really, really short. 
Like it, it, I, it almost was like, oh wait, it's over. Like we just got on. Like you know, so it was, it was a really quick ride. That's my only hmm. downside on that one. But wait, is it, sh- is it shorter than uh, Frozen? I don't. I see. I don't. Oh, I don't find Frozen that. to be that short. Hmm. But I, you know, I mean, so I, it was I would shorter say so. than Frozen is what you're saying. I would say it's probably shorter than Frozen. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, when I'm on Frozen, I don't feel like it's like you know, I just got on and it's over already. Maybe because there's. I don't know. It just feels short. It feels very quick. So, I don't know. But it was great. It was worth, I mean, it was worth going on. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be one of those things that I'm going to be like, I have to go on every time I go, you know. Uh, but the land's amazing. It's beautiful. It's fully detailed. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, when we were there, the Banshees were still out. No Banshees available for anybody to buy. Um, we were told uh, that if you come early in the morning, so this is a pro tip for people, if you come early in the morning, they have small quantities in the early in the morning. So if you rope drop it, if you really want a banshee, you, you need to rope drop it. So, yeah. Rope dropping for a banshee, wow. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Is it, so, you know, they basically told me, yeah, they're on a shipping, con- uh, you know, a shipping container on a, on a you know, ship on its way to America from China. So that's, that's what their problem is, is they're just waiting for them to arrive, basically. And they just have a really limited supply that they're releasing little bits of it at a time. So, so yeah, so that's, you know, unfortunate for anybody that wants one of those. You, if you don't get there at rope drop, you know, you're, you're you know, out of luck. So, um, and we were there one day at like 7 o'clock in the morning, like 7.30, and there was probably 100 or so people already there even though the park didn't open that day. And, well, it opened at 8, so it wasn't that late. But, um, you know, it, there was still a lot of people there at Rope Drop, so I would definitely get in there. So, But Pandora was great. Uh, yeah, I, I, Looking forward to both of you guys seeing it to see what your impressions of it are, but, I mean, I was kind of blown away by the size of it, to be honest. Wait, by yeah, the I... size of it, you mean the size of, like, the floating rocks or the size of the park itself? Uh, so the the size I would say of the floating rocks and just kind of like I don't, I didn't think it was a small land. I know a lot of there's some people that are complaining that it's small. I don't well, think it's com- small. What at would all. you compare it to? I mean, it's probably bigger than like Fantasyland. At, at Wait, Magic the new Fantasyland? Yeah, I would I would say which I think is super small. Yeah, I mean it's definitely bigger than that. Um, I don't know. It's hard to. I mean, it's probably a little well, bit bigger than Tomorrowland too. I'd say. I mean, I mean, I would say like like think about how big walking around any of those lands are like frontier land adventure land is like they're not like it's not like crossing a football field or anything right like yeah that. i mean it's i believe it's 12 acres large is the size of it so yeah it's not huge but i it didn't feel small to me i'll say that i felt like there was a lot more we could have explored that we didn't in the time that we spent there so if that makes sense but no, I didn't feel like it was small at all. I just felt like the whole thing was really just big, you know, like it just felt big. So that's that's that was that was my thoughts on it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, the ride, like I said, the rides were great. Flight of Passage is is you know definitely an instant classic for sure. So a um, couple other things, you know, uh, Hollywood Studios is just you know kind of a shell of itself. <laughs> but, but you didn't talk about Pandora food. Which is you know, important. it's because we didn't eat the food there um, it, as much as we wanted to. Uh, my wife was jonesing oh, for some. Uh, I, I have to some... just log off. I don't, <laughs> happened, she really, my wife really wanted some Flame Tree Barbecue, so we went over to Flame Tree Barbecue. Um, you know, because we hadn't had that in a little while. So can't argue with Flame Tree. That's. I, I mean, you can't argue with Flame Tree, but. Listen, I, everyone, just stay tuned. When I go to Pandora, I'm going to do it right. I'll yeah, be there. I mean, I'll take care of it for everybody. Yeah. You know what, Damon? You need to talk to my YouTube. wife about it. 
<laughs> was that Trevor? Sorry. We'll, we'll have Damon on the live YouTube feed with the, exactly. The I'll be live on Facebook <laughs> with all the food. I don't, you'll order everything on the menu, and <laughs> now that would be interesting. I, I could consider doing that. That well, be Damon, so you need to talk to my wife about it because she she called the shot on that one. So I, I wanted to eat there. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. But I will say, though, we went to Flame Tree, and it was the first day they were doing mobile ordering there. So, And the line was crazy long, and they had people out there saying, you know, basically saying, use mobile ordering. And so I was like, okay. And so I, I had a problem at first where uh, I had to uh, force quit the app because it wasn't showing up on there and then, and then bring it back. And uh, then it showed up. But I'll, I'll say mobile ordering was awesome. Um, I'm glad they're rolling out into other places. You know, it was really quick and easy to use. I had this... You know, it just we really easily ordered. Uh, the one thing is that it doesn't. If you have like an AP discount, it, they're not doing any discounts on through the app yet. Yeah, so. that's the only thing that sucks about it right now. Especially like for us this year, we've got an AP and our DVC discount, and we can use neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I'm assuming they'll fix that pretty soon. Like that they'll get oh, yeah. moving on that. So I feel I feel like it's probably a lower priority than just making sure the app works in general, right? So yeah, for sure. But um, but yeah, no, it, mobile ordering was awesome. Really, really great. They had a dedicated window that you just go and pick it up, and uh, yeah, it was perfect. It was we didn't wait in line at all. We waited maybe five minutes and got our food, so it was great. Um, but yeah, no, my wife did have one of the drinks. She did have one of the uh, the the frozen drinks from over there that had like the little uh, the little. Uh, you know, multicolored ball things in there, you know, and she said that was amazing. So she did have that. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll, I was actually looking at that myself. I was wondering, uh, I, I was wondering if it was uh, as good as the one that I had in Disneyland. So it was, I mean, I, it was, she said it was really good. I, I didn't try any of it, but she said it was, it was delicious. So. Um, so we had at least a drink there, David, you know, just a little bit. We had something, um, just not any of the food, but, um, anything, you, anything else you guys want to know about Pandora? That's not a spoiler before I move on from it. Uh, no, I, I, I really don't want to hear anything else. I didn't spoil anything for you. Did I Trevor? I thought no, it was no, no, you big. didn't. Nothing that I didn't know already, but okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was good. Thank you. Yeah, I think you guys will be impressed when you actually go there because like I said, I don't think the pictures do it justice at all. I think it's it's kind of amazing when you actually see it in person, how much bigger it is and how much, you know, more detailed it is than you can really even imagine. So, uh, lots of really cool stuff there. So, um, Hollywood studios, you know, like I was going to mention so much construction, <laughs> just so much construction going on at Disney in general right now. I, I couldn't believe the amount of construction going on, uh, on the roads, um, everywhere. Uh, you know, you can't even drive through the gates right now. You know, the, the, where dreams come true gate, uh, you know, where everybody takes a picture, so they have to have signs put out where say nobody stop in the middle of the road. Um, you can't drive through there right now. So a lot of that is obviously due to the, the flyovers that they're building. You know, the, the roads that they're, they're making that road wider, first of all, and then they're building flyover ramps to go to like uh, Contemporary uh, and, you know, those other Magic Kingdom resorts. Uh, so you don't have to go through the gates anymore, which is a good oh, thing. Okay. <laughs> which is definitely a good thing. But, I mean, the amount of construction going on, man, it is crazy. I couldn't believe the amount of construction. Also seeing some of the construction, too, just for the gondolas, too, um, from what I assume is the gondolas, like some spaces that they were clearing, uh, you know, by, like, by Hollywood Studios, by, like, where the buses drop off there. They were clearing a big spot there. I can only assume that's where the gondola station is going to be. I mean, no one's reported that. But I'm reporting that exclusively right now. How about that? We don't need to have journalistic integrity on here. <laughs> yeah, we can guess. We're yeah. in 
entitled to guess. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's it makes sense. It's the only place they can really put it. So, and and we actually had guessed too that that's where the, the uh, at Epcot where they were going to put the station is right behind the International Gateway there because there's just a huge amount of space there that's completely not used. Um, so, and it, it actually seems like that's coming true, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but, but yeah, I, we saw, uh, the top of some of the rides. We actually saw the, um, I always forget the name of these things. Maybe you guys can help me. Star Wars guys, uh, you know, the big Walker things, uh, an AT-AT or that, an ATST. Yeah. The ATAT, yeah. So we saw that, you know, that are going into that new ride, the dark ride that they're building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We saw yep. those getting built. Uh, we saw the top of them. I actually took a picture of it, but it was just not a good picture. So, um, and then other than that, we really couldn't see any other construction at Toy Story, uh, you know, land or anything like that. So, um, so I wanted to mention a couple things about Fast Passes really quick because I, we had a really good Fast Pass trip. So the one thing I wanted to mention, um, and I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but um, and I don't know if did you guys know that you can show up five minutes early to your to your scheduled time for a fast pass? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it wasn't eligible I until did. we've actually shown up even before then. It just depends who's working, honestly. Well, well, so let me let me qualify this. You can show up five minutes without them doing an exception. Correct. Yeah. So like, if you mm-hmm. show up five minutes early, it'll it'll show up green. Like mm-hmm. you're like you're just going through. So I don't know if everybody knows that because you know there's a lot of people that just stand around there waiting for like that minute to come. But it's yeah, no, it's five minutes. We've early. actually I, had a cast member tell us while we were doing that one day. Oh really? Standing <laughs> around waiting, like you know, you can come in, right? <laughs> okay. But no, the time doesn't say so. <laughs> I actually noticed that the time, the clocks that they have up there are set five minutes. Uh, uh, I guess it would be slow, right? So they yeah, so they actually have the wrong time on those clocks up there too for five minutes early, which is really <clears> funny. Um, but we actually, so we had a really great fast pass trip, man. And I, I, I think I told you guys about this, but we had a day where we were at Epcot and, um, we, or no, I'm sorry. We go back. I, I was, we were at uh, magic kingdom and we did seven dwarves. We did big thunder on fast pass and something else on fast, but I don't remember what it was. Those were our three initial ones that we did. Right. And then we scheduled additional ones. So we, we right after we finished our first ones, we checked to see on the My Disney Experience app, we checked to see if there were any available because we knew we were having dinner at Epcot. So it's like, let's see what's available at Epcot this afternoon, right? So it came up for extra fast passes at both Test Track and Soren. And I was like, what? Because those are usually like the top tier ones that are sold out, right? But no, mm-hmm. there was multiple times available for both, right? So we took, we took one at Test Track. We go on Test Track. And then the second we scanned into Test Track, we, we looked and see if, to see if there was one for Soren. Sure enough, there was one for Soren, right? So, so we did one for Soren. Then we were going back to Magic Kingdom that night to uh, see Happily Ever After. So we started at Magic Kingdom, went to Epcot, and then we were going back to Magic Kingdom for Happily Ever After. So we were like, let's see if there's one for Big Thunder like late at night you know, so we can ride it at night because it's kind of almost like a different ride at night. And uh, sure enough, there was one for Big Thunder. So it's like we fast-passed all the major rides on a Friday just because we looked. You know, which is kind of awesome. And this was in June too, right? Yeah, it was that's, busy. Wow, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was awesome. I, and I, that's why I always encourage people. I, you know, I've seen people throw different strategies out there for Facebook for on uh, Facebook for uh, for fast passes. I think the best one is to do them all super early in the morning, as early as you can. And then as soon as the you hit the last one, the third one, just look for the next one. And then look for the next one, and then look for the. Next. I mean, we got we had seven fast passes that day, in one day, and it's not like we're manipulating the system. That's just using the system the way it's intended. So, 
you know, it it was awesome. That, I mean, we I couldn't believe that, especially with how busy it was. So, yeah, so that was great. Um, and then you know, we did a couple tours. Of course, uh, we did the behind the the behind the scenes one at Animal Kingdom, which was a lot of fun. Uh, they have a baby elephant there. We got within like ten feet of the baby elephant, which was pretty cool. They don't get you. And but, did, uh, this is an early morning tour, right? Like yeah, we had to the be there at like opens. seven. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, okay. so we actually ended up Ubering over to the park, even though we probably could have taken a bus. We ended up Ubering, which was like five bucks. So, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard lots of people say that. Uh, yeah, if, if you're doing anything outside of the regular um, park hours, you're, you're definitely better off taking a cab or whatever because you, you can't rely on buses or monorail or anything. Well, and that's the thing. Like you know, we had mostly good bus experiences while we were there, but there was one where we were on the bus and it stopped at like four other resorts on the way there. So it ended up like taking a lot of time. That was the only time it happened. But if that would have been the case for our tour, we would have literally missed our tour. So I was like, let's take all of the risk out of this and just pay five bucks for an Uber, you know? So that was kind of the idea, but it was a great tour. Really, really cool. We saw tons of animals. I've heard that that tour is a little hit or miss as far as when, uh, far as seeing animals or not, but we saw rhinos up close. We saw elephants up close. Um, you know, all sorts of different things. We went to the nutrition center, which was really cool. Unfortunately, I couldn't take any pictures because it's backstage. So I have no pictures of any, any of it. So <laughs> it's the only thing that stinks. But it is kind of funny to see the, the safari vehicles just parked in a parking lot and then uh, driving on to the attraction in the morning. Which, is, <laughs> which we did get to see. I mean, like, literally, they're just, you don't realize that they're actual, you know, vehicles and... Like, literally, they just parked them in a parking lot backstage at night, and so we're just driving by there, and then we see we see a couple of them, and uh, they're limited to eight miles per hour, so we actually got stuck on the road behind one of them, <laughs> so, which is pretty, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so, um, but that tour was cool. The train tour was super cool. I loved that one. Um, Wait. I, was this the one in Magic Kingdom? Yes. So it was behind our, our, our steam trains. It's a lot of history, but we actually got to go back to where they like maintenance the trains and everything, which was pretty cool, which is actually right beneath the same place where they maintenance the monorails, too. So um, it's, the mono- it's the same building. It's literally the second floor is the monorails and the bottom floor is the trains. And so, <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. Um, somebody passed out on my tour, so that was interesting because they had to call an ambulance and... Uh, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting moment, but a lot of fun regardless. So, and if you're into pin trading too, they gave us a special pin that you can only get from that tour too, which was pretty cool too. So, yeah. Hmm. Neat. Yeah. You only did the two, the two of them, right? Well, I did, we did the behind the seeds tour, which is the, you know, living with the land thing. That one was cool too. Uh, the only fun thing I found out on that tour is that most of the stuff they grow in that greenhouse that you see on the ride is just for, because they look cool. Like they don't, like most of the stuff that they like eat in the, that they grow to eat in the restaurants is like grown elsewhere. (laughs) I, I couldn't imagine that that building would ever output enough food to, to feed people in the, in uh, Epcot. So it makes sense. Yeah, it does. And and they only supply, you know, like, I think she said like 10 restaurants or something like that. It's not like a ton. So, I mean, but anything you eat that's, that's at uh, sunshine, sense. Ugh, it's a tongue twister. Sunshine terrace. Yeah. That's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's sun, sunshine seasons. Wow. Can't speak. Sun- yeah. Yeah. Anything you, yeah. I'm gonna stop trying to say that. Now. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna give up too. Um, but yeah. So when you eat stuff there, that's from the greenhouse too. So that one was cool. It was shorter and just kind of a quick one. So that was fun. Um, 
So I did have the hand-dipped corn dogs at Magic Kingdom, thanks to a tip from Trevor. Thank you for that. Yeah, and they were amazing. You know, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is uh, like we've had them at Disneyland, and I didn't get it either until somebody tipped me off on it, and I was like, okay, it's a corn dog, whatever, right? But uh, as you saw, that it's it's different from any other corn dog you've had, and yeah, they are really, really good. <laughs> I mean, it was it was awesome. It was so good, and they seemed to have figured out the issues that they were having with it too. So, because um, when they first started, they were they were kind of ugly and they couldn't figure out how to do them correctly. Well, this time they did them right. So, and it just so happens it's at the same uh, it's at the same you know snack stand that has my Nutella waffles. So we got a Nutella waffle and we got a we got a corn dog. So part of a complete lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Damon, Damon are, did you fall asleep? Are we putting you to sleep over here? Like, <laughs> No, no. I just... It, I, I don't eat any of that stuff. That's not a big concern to me. You don't eat corn dogs? No, I don't eat beef. So. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's like yeah. the only beef I do eat, too, so I'm with my, you. My, my, my kids would probably like them, but it's a Magic Kingdom, right? So I've kind of... I've tuned myself out to anything that's not Epcot or... Uh, you know, related to my my next trip, Magic Kingdom seems like it's so far away. <laughs> oh, we have like we have like thirty episodes to talk about it before I have to go back to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> you say have to? I mean, you know, want to, right? <laughs> well, I, I think next year is going to be a two week trip. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Actually, not of my own choosing, though. Um, our friends are going to be going. I was just actually talking to them this weekend about our next trip because, again, for everyone that doesn't remember, we're because maybe they just don't care. I'm going in August, cruise, um, seven-day Easter? Western Caribbean. I don't even remember. Seven-day Disney cruise in October. and One, then, of, one in, of the Caribbeans. One of the Caribbeans. And then hopefully two weeks in June next year. Um, we you normally go a week, but what happened is I guess their daughter is going to have a volleyball tournament there. So uh, they're staying for two weeks, and I just can't be outdone. So we said, all right, well, then we'll stay two weeks too. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. So I think next year will be annual passes because I think once you get to th- that two-week time frame, it's just not it's not worth to not do them at that point. Well, you know what you should do is since you already I mean since you already paid some money for the tickets for this year's trip, you should just upgrade them to annual passes for next year's trip because it'll be cheaper. Yeah, but you know it's just it's a lot of output of money. The cruise, the cruise. If anyone hasn't looked up the price of a Disney cruise, you understand why I unfortunately have to say no to that as a, as a, um, a solution. It's just it's so expensive for a Disney cruise that it's very difficult to then try to upgrade my passes this year all in that same little brief time period. I mean, our, our cruise is butting up against you know like ten thousand dollars. Woo. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to hold off on annual passes. Actually, the reason why we're only doing two days is because we had to use our points. Um, and we're like, all right, well, what should we do? Let's just go and not go at all. And if Pandora wasn't opening, we probably wouldn't have gone to any of the parks, um, which would have been an interesting vacation, to tell you the truth. I, I, I would have probably enjoyed that. But since Pandora opened, we said, all right, well, let's go to Pandora. And then we're like, yeah, well, you know what? Epcot's kind of nice and let's just do two so that's kind of how that all came about so you are definitely doing Epcot this time though too right the the kids are paying for it but yeah so I kind of said to them I said you want to do one day at Pandora or if you want to go to Epcot you know you guys can pay the extra upcharge and they're like yeah we kind of want to go to Epcot so I was like okay so I had them pay the upcharge but yeah so we're doing one day at Epcot no park hop or no nothing just bullying out you know Epcot and uh, Animal Kingdom that's the way to do it 
Yeah, we'll see. That's that's great. So yeah, no, I that's that sounds like you have a good trip set up. But yeah, I was just throwing it out there just in case because uh, you know it's we did that one year where we ended up using our annual passes. We went three times and uh, ended up saving a whole lot of money because we all basically all we had to pay for was you know food and to get there. So that was a pretty pretty cheap one when we did it that way where we upgraded. Relatively I, cheap, let's say. Yeah, cheaper than normal. <laughs> I, you know, so, um, but you know, I was I, I have to admit though, I was kind of mad when the the new discount came out uh, for annual passes because like ah, I missed it. I probably could have spent less money. But regardless, uh, we'll get we'll get to that in a, in a few minutes here. So. Um, but a couple things really quickly uh, that I just want to add in. Uh, so Magic Band 2.0, I know this is a weird thing to add in, but I noticed that the Magic Bands are now kind of smaller and thinner, but maybe a little bit wider. Uh, I noticed they are much easier to scan than the original version. So I'm sure uh, some of you out there listening have gone with the original Magic Bands and you know uh, paid for dinner with your magic band and the and your waitress has, or waiter has come over and tried to scan the thing and struggled with it the new ones we like literally every time was perfect on the first shot so so that was cool uh and then you know the express bus uh i kind of told you guys this kind of funny story that'll go really quickly with we decided we were going to do the express bus after a lot of deliberation and the first day we went to go and use it at the front of epcot because we were going to go over to uh to magic kingdom and we we you know, get up there and she scans our bands, you know, and I say, yeah, I want to, you know, purchase it. And, and I was, and I was like, okay, so we're good. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I didn't put my pin in or anything. How did I purchase it? And she's like, no, you're good. And so I was like, okay. So we ended up being the only people on that particular bus. Uh, so it was basically, we had a bus to ourselves, which was really, really great. Um, plus you get to drive through the backstage area of Epcot and literally you get to drive uh, the bus drives underneath the test track track, which is pretty cool too. Um, so if you're like a backstage person, definitely a cool place to, uh, a, a cool service to do, uh, the express bus. Um, we tried to use it a second time about three days into our trip. So maybe it was like a couple days after that and we get up there and they scan our bands and he's like, you don't have it. You don't have magic, you know, the, the, um, express bus. And I was like, we don't, I thought we did. And so it turned out we actually didn't pay for it. They, for some reason, the person doing it didn't know how to process that, I guess, or something. And so, so we got an express bus ride for free. Uh, but at that point, you know, a couple of days into the trip, we were like, ah, now it's not worth it. Like, if we would have done it from the beginning, it would have been worth it. But at that point, we only have like three days left. So we were like, ah, let's not buy it now. But so that was my brief experience with the express bus. But it's definitely worth it if you're a big park hopper. Like, if you like to park hop, definitely for you. Get it. So. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it seems like the kind of thing, like, honestly, even for myself, I don't think I'm going to use it on this next trip because I just, I don't see us park hopping enough in a single day. Like, I mean, people say, you know, you can do four parks in one day, but yeah, that's, that's not everybody's trip, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it's definitely not for everybody. That's for sure. It's it's for people that like to park hop a lot and like to go from park to park and you know or try to do the four parks in a day like you're talking about. It's it's not for everybody for sure. So, and then the last thing I want to talk about for my trip too is we did like uh, we did like an attraction farewell tour. Or fa- farewell tour. I can't talk today. I mean, it's maybe because we've been off for a couple of weeks here. But um, and what I mean by that is you know there's a bunch of things that probably won't be there the next time we get there, especially if some of these Epcot rumors that we're going to talk about come true. So uh, you know Journey into Imagination and uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure, uh, you know Illuminations, 
all those things at Epcot, we're kind of scared that they're going to be and three caballeros even, you know, those that might not be there. So, um, you know, we did all of those and, uh, you know, just a couple a couple things like that where we were like, OK, these might not be here anymore the next time we come. So we should probably do them just to make sure we we get them done. So. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Illuminations uh, usually, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but it's been around for 16 years at this point. I mean, it's, you know, if, if I'm spoiling it for you, it's your fault. Uh, <laughs> at this point, you should have seen it, right? Yeah, um, it's it's due for an upgrade for sure. It is, and it, it is. And so, but at the end, normally, like, the world opens up and then fireworks and fire come out of the middle. For some reason, it didn't happen when we, when we saw the show. So that was kind of disappointing. But, um, but you know. It is what it is. So anyway, so that was my trip. It was awesome. It was great. I'm excited for you guys to go and kind of see some of the same things that I was seeing and, you know, kind of see what your opinions are on, on everything. But great trip overall. Uh, you know, had some really good meals at um, at La Cellier. Uh, was uh, one of our favorites. I know some people don't love it, but it's, it is one of our favorites. Some of the best service we got was from the, our Canadian waitress, uh, Trevor. So... <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, they're Canadian. Obviously, right? <laughs> got to represent. Yeah, she got a very nice tip from us because she was very, very sweet and very nice. And she gave us the recipe to the beer cheese soup, um, which is one of our favorite things. And we said it was one of our favorite things. And then next thing we know, she comes out with the recipe card for it, which, by the way, I just shared on our Facebook page. So those of you that don't are listening right now that don't follow us on Facebook, uh, now's a good time to like us because that one is out there. So if you love that soup with their pretzel bread at Canada, tear that up. <laughs> you know, go go on Facebook and, and make that soup for yourself. So, so before we get into uh, any of the other things here, uh, I really quickly want to make a couple corrections from the last two shows. Uh, we had a couple people email us, and we appreciate those emails. Thank you for that. Uh, but so Mike uh, emailed us and reminds us that uh, the Beach Club Villas are actually closer to Epcot than Boardwalk is. So we we might have said on the on one of the shows that that uh, Boardwalk Villas were the closest to Epcot. Technically, Beach Club is a little bit closer, so there's that. He also, we had talked a little bit about walking through Epcot to catch the monorail to go to Magic Kingdom. Uh, You know, we didn't really think about the fact that maybe not everybody could do that if they didn't have park hoppers or if they didn't have, uh, you know... uh, if they didn't have annual passes. So, you know, that's, that was a good point that was brought up that we didn't really think about at the time. So just wanted to bring that up and, uh, you know, uh, go, you know, just let you guys know about that. And then, you know, truthfully, he also brought up too, that it's, it's not really the most effective way to get to magic kingdom. And that is true. Right. So walking all the way through Epcot and then wanting to catch a monorail and then taking the monorail to the travel and transportation center and then getting from there to magic kingdom, it'd probably take you a while. Um, but you know, for, for me, I think, you know, a lot of our conversation was about the fun of riding the monorail and things like that. So, yeah, (laughs) but, but, you know, I, I totally understand his point. Yeah. Totally understand his point. And so then also Brandon from Colorado was asking what walking a reservation is. And I, I wanted to bring this up really quickly because I, I think it's a good quick DVC topic here. And that's, you know, because this is what I kind of did with, with mine, not really completely walking it, but a little bit where, um, and, you know, I don't know if either one of you guys have done this, but, uh, you know, there was no availability at Boardwalk. So I kind of and I explained this a little bit on the on the podcast, uh, you know, that we did before I left where uh, I, I kind of booked like three days at a time, kind of three days and then one day and then two days. And and that's kind of what what that is, is, you know, is is reserving a couple days while you're still waitlisting the other ones. And then, you know, as the days pop up, you know, getting one at a time. So that's kind of what that is. Just answer your question, Brandon. So I've talked a lot and I want, you know, uh, Damon and Trevor <laughs> to get in here. So, <laughs> But um, 
just to move into our normal topics, I wanted to talk about the annual pass discount that literally just came out a couple days ago because I know Trevor took advantage of this and had a lot to say about it. So, Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so for anyone that doesn't know, there, there's actually two different promotions that have come up through DBC. Um, one is the annual pass, which... Um, my understanding is they've never done any kind of discount on the Platinum Pass before. And what they've done is they've actually made the Platinum Pass the same price as the Gold Pass, which Gold Pass is usually the cheapest one and it's reserved for um, for Florida residents. And um, the, pro- or the thing with the Gold Pass is that it usually has, <clears throat> excuse me, usually has blackout dates and um, you don't get access to the water parks or anything. And so they went and gave us the gold pass, or they gave us the platinum pass for the same price as the gold pass, which, um, so for myself, I took advantage of this because I was looking at, um, I wasn't going during any blackout dates, but I wanted to get the annual pass because we're going in September and then in next May. But we also wanted uh, water park access because we're, planning to do the water parks because we haven't been there in a long time um and initially the price of the gold pass and the water parks annual pass combined was still cheaper than the platinum pass and then they released this deal and so i actually went back and i corrected it with them and so i got my money back on the water parks pass which um, saved me about 400 dollars us on on my trip right there which being Canadian, that actually converted to about $520, which is a pretty big deal. That's a pretty substantial amount. Yeah. And uh, so um, we, uh, and actually to, to that end, we, since we did that, we decided to um, take that money and reinvest it back into the trip by uh, booking the Star Wars Galactic Dessert Party at Hollywood Studios. So, um, so yeah, it was it was definitely like a fantastic discount, and yeah, it just means that we got a little bit more money freed up that we can use for for other things here. So had you activated your pass already, or no? Okay, so if you've already activated, you pr- you probably can't. Can you not get any money back if you've already like used it? I'm guessing. Yeah. So so what the what the what happened was um, when I phoned and talked to them, um, a lot of people they've been able to just go to guest services. And so if you've already used your gold pass, like if you bought a pass already, you can go and guest services will just bump it up to a platinum pass. Um, The dangerous thing in my case was if we had used our water park passes, then we would have been stuck with those because basically once you activate the pass, they're not going to like you've got a year from when it starts, they're not going to change it or anything because we hadn't activated anything yet. They actually just canceled my order entirely. So I got all, all my money back and then they put that money towards the, uh, the platinum pass at the same cost as the gold pass. So, um, but yeah, for anybody else out there, um, definitely look into this cause it, um, I know with the gold pass, it, it works out to, I think if you're going, uh, 10 days or longer throughout 365 days of the year. So, if, so through a full year, if you're planning on stay, staying there more than 10 days, that pass will save you a bunch of money. But, but um, for anything less than that, or well, I guess um, the, the other, or yeah, for the other deal is if, uh, if you're looking at like a seven day trip, they've got that deal where you can do 
um, five days or sorry, I got backwards seven days for the cost of five days. <laughs> yeah. I saw that too. That's a good deal too. Yeah. Well, that's, so great. yeah, I mean, that's awesome. It, it, that, like I said, that th- this is a first, I guess, even for DVC doing the platinum passes. So that's that's pretty exciting that uh, that we're getting to take advantage of this on our first go round. <laughs> yeah, really, for sure. That is really nice. Uh, thanks for sharing that. That's that's really great. Um, yeah, so that one's that one's out there. So those of you that are DVC members, go ahead and check that out. And make sure you uh, you know you can like uh, like you said, you, would you call guest services? I'm guessing guest relations. Uh, so I actually phoned ticketing services, which mm. is, um, so it's not DVC, um, not DVC member services. It's if you, if you buy any tickets from, uh, Disney, you look, check in your email and there's actually a number specific for ticketing services that they can help you out with that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. That's great. Uh, so just to move on here, you know, a couple of things that have been announced over the past couple of days really randomly, and I just wanted to mention this because I thought it was weird, and I would love to know what you guys thought about it, What uh, about Chef Mickey's is randomly, it's going to be relocated temporarily. <laughs> due to be relocated to never come back again is where it should be relocated <laughs> to. Why do you hate Chef Mickey's? Worst experience ever at Disney. Really? Chef it's Mickey's. kind of expensive. dated. It is expensive. Food is horrible, and it's packed. It is packed. But Mickey. Yeah, I mean, that's... I can see the- <laughs> Mickey a lot of other places. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I know. true. That, that, that's the problem that I have with it. I, I thought it was way too expensive for what it was. Um, again, it could relocate itself far, far away, and I, I would be a okay with that. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's it's funny because I was thinking about this, and I, I so basically for those of you that haven't seen that news, is that it's uh, Chef Mickey's is getting relocated temporarily due to unplanned maintenance. Which who knows what that means? I mean, what could that possibly be? I don't know. But uh, it's going to be closed from seven twenty eight to eight thirteen. And so I, I don't know, part of Chef Mickey's for me, I, you know, besides Mickey and all the characters and everything, is, is the monorail going overhead and just kind of being in that lobby of contemporary. So I, I don't know. I'd probably cancel my reservation if it was going to get moved. I don't, I don't even know if, the, if that part of, of it even made any difference. I mean, it was nice, but I mean, I could go over there and sit in the lobby for, you know, $400 less and be a-okay. I, I don't know. I, if my thought is, is that I've heard a lot of complaints about it. I, I wonder if they're just trying to revamp it because I mean, it, it, you know, a lot of people do complain after the fact. It's one of those things where you, you do it and you think it's going to be this, you know, whatever it's going to be. And then after you're kind of like, man, I spent a lot of money and wow, it really wasn't that good. I, I'm wondering if it was something where there were just complaints about it. Um, I don't know. That would be my take again. It was, you know, we went there saying, oh, wow, Chef Mickey's. And then after we left, we're like, oh, man, that was a real big waste of money. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe they're revamping it. Maybe. They I should. Mean, yeah, it just seems kind of like, you know, if they were going to revamp it, maybe they do it slowly. It almost seems like this is an emergency type of situation, you know? Yeah. Like they found like, like a, or something, you know? Like a burst pipe or something. I don't know. You don't say mold, Tom. That's not good. <laughs> no one I, wants to hear I that. I hope it's not mold. But let's, let's be honest. The contemporary is pretty old at this point. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I've eaten there twice. We had breakfast there and dinner there. I, you know, it's it's buffet food. I, I thought breakfast was better than dinner. Uh, but, you know, I love breakfast I would breakfast probably buffets. agree with that. It's very difficult to mess up pancakes. Yeah. I, Mickey, Mickey waffles and bacon and sausage and eggs. I mean, you can't go wrong. That's true. Is I mean, you, you you know what you're getting with the breakfast, right? It's you're going there for Mickey waffles and a character to come to your 
table and take pictures and have fun and all that kind of stuff. And, and I do agree with you about the, like there, I, I know it's not for everybody. Um, but uh, like appreciating, you know, just an atmosphere thing and having something like the monorail going overhead and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That makes it, that's what kind of makes it unique. And, and you're absolutely right, Damon, is that I could go to many other character breakfasts or character meals and I can meet Mickey. I can meet a lot of those characters. So, so yeah, if they told me, well, it's just going out of that building, then yeah, I would, I would rather look at one of the other experiences because that there's nothing really drawing me to it at that point. Yeah. I do feel like it loses a little bit of its charm and it's, you know, appeal uh just by, based on that i mean it's only for two weeks but you know i just thought it was really weird <laughs> just, like just really weird like why well, all of a sudden i mean i i'd probably be not happy if i were somebody that had a reservation during those times especially since it is but difficult you, you, to get you reservation. should consider yourself lucky if that happens to you in my opinion <laughs> i didn't think it was that bad i so i i, I think any, See, so you know what it is though tom See, yeah, it, yeah. and this is what i'm gonna say is that you're going with two people how much sure. does it really cost you Go with nine people. Yeah, that's expensive. And yeah. you're going to feel that maybe it's not as worth it as I thought. See, that that's, again, from, from my standpoint is my kids now at 13, 11, and 7, right? What I, I don't even remember. The 13 and the 11-year-old are like adults now, right? So Anything it's expensive. over 10. 10. 10 and over is considered an adult. At yeah, so it, it gets to be really expensive to do some of those things. And I think that's where I start to look at the you know price per and what I'm getting. And I just don't think that from chef Mickey that it's worth that, you know, sort of, uh, price exchange. I would, there's a lot of other places that I'd rather go for that same price. And I just didn't care for the food. I thought it was very average. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, all the buffets at Disney are really expensive. I mean, I mean, even when but, we, but there's German. some that the food's a little different, right? And you sure. say, okay, you know, listen, I don't, you know, I mean, there's a lot of mac and cheese and chicken nuggets, right? (laughs) But if there's something a little different, see, I think that's the the knock for me on Chef Mickey is what's there that's a go-to, right? What's that Chef Mickey that you really have to have that you're not going to have somewhere else? Yeah, and, you know, like, if you go to, like, the beer garden in Germany, the buffet's much different there, right? Because you're, mm-hmm. you're talking about German food. and, and Or, like, even the one at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, which the we... name is escaping me at the moment. Sauna or Boma? Boma. Boma. Yeah, that's they do yeah. a breakfast buffet there, and the breakfast buffet there is, like, out of this world. It's, like, completely different. It's it's super, super healthy stuff, which actually doesn't really appeal to me. I'm on vacation. I want some bacon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Um, but you know, it's, it is some different stuff there, but I, I know what you're saying. I, I totally understand that. So, um, so now we're going to, we're going to touch the third rail and, uh, <laughs> and, and talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. Hooray. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a fun <laughs> conversation. So, um, you know, so for those that don't know, uh, you know, if you're familiar with the Pirates ride, um, you know, basically there's a scene in there where, um, there's a, uh, woman, uh, who is uh, you know uh, one of the wenches there that is uh, being auctioned off to the uh, you know some of the pirates there, and so Disney is changing that scene uh, and making it so that the redhead's actually going to be a pirate now. So the the redhead is still going to be in the scene. The character's still going to be there. It's, they're not getting rid of her completely, um, but obviously her role in it is going to change. Uh, now the pirates are going to be selling property, uh, you know, just like you know goods and things like that, as opposed to you know. A, a wife um and the uh the 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 uh redhead is going to have a uh, i believe i read that she's going to have a gun and be helping uh sell those goods so 
This uh, kind of threw the uh, Disney World into a very large tizzy, right? Wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, uh, it's just the... I think it's kind of the nail in the coffin for them, you know, making the ride a little more... Politically correct, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find a nice way to say it, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, the, I mean, when you look at that part of the ride, like I've I've always, I've always sat in that ride, and I'm always kind of analyzing it, and I'm going, wow, you know, this part it, it definitely reflects something that probably would have happened back in that time, and I mean, to me, it's not offensive to like it, it just it represented something that that happened, but I guess you know there are kids on the ride, and they don't want to have that depiction as something okay. So I, I I see why they're doing it and I and I'm sure that there's some people that probably gave feedback on it that they they were disturbed by it or whatever, but yeah, it's it sucks cuz it, it's a classic scene and all that, but I, I at least they're keeping it sort of intact. I guess you could say, but I I, I kind of see it both ways too, right? Like yeah. I I could I could give an argument, honestly, both ways. Um, so it's very difficult to really have an opinion. While it's, it did, you know, made a lot of people upset for for both, you know, different reasons. Uh, you know, I, I can see the reasoning on both sides. So for me, so what? Listen, that ride is again. Even though I would love all rides to stay forever and never change, and you know, them to continue to you know do Brer Rabbit until you know the end of time that ride was going to change anyway. Right. So yeah. Do I care? No. Do I think it's a good thing? Yeah. Okay. But I'd rather that they put their money time and overall imagine your expertise somewhere else. Yeah. But can't always get what we want. So I'm okay with this either way. Uh, you know, I don't really have a strong opinion on it either way, honestly. Well, and, and also to that point as well as, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, keeping rides fresh and updated and everything is, this really is probably the best way to go about keeping something classic, but also updating it and giving us a reason to go back and see it. Because, you know, regardless of whether you like or hate the change that they're making to it, people are going to go get on that ride now. People that that had, you know, dismissed it or said they were tired of it. And I, I don't know who these people are because I'll never get tired of it, but I, I'm sure there's someone out there <laughs> who... who may be tired of this ride and I feel sorry for them if they are, but, but I mean, yeah, it's one of those rides they keep updating though too. I mean, like how, how many things that they added and subtracted over the years to it? Anyway, you you know what I'm actually more mad about, about that ride is Jack Sparrow. I don't need to see him. That sounds horrible, but that's the way I feel. I don't don't need to see him. I think that ruined the ride. It it, it was never like that ride when it was built, wasn't about Jack Sparrow. And I just feel like, I don't know. That does all that. that I don't know. But I don't like that. It's completing honestly. the loop, though, because they they started with the ride, which spawned the movie, and then they couldn't. You, you it, know what? It, you know what it feels like. It feels like it's a total like product placement, which is what I don't like about it. Right? Like it oh, feels sure. like it's a forced product placement. That's just my opinion. Well, I it, I kind of almost feel like this changes like that too. Right? It's where it's like, okay, we want to sell 
merchandise and continue to have people watch the Pirates movies, right, then maybe we should take this part out of it. I'm kind of of the opinion with you guys. I'm kind of in the same place with it where, you know, I'm going to ride it regardless, right? So either way, I'm still going to go on it. It's not going to change my experience all that much. I don't feel like it's a a scene that's like completely necessary to the storyline. You know, I I guess in my mind, if I I said to somebody, you know, that was upset about it leaving, uh, you know, if I said to you, okay, uh, you know, it, it, let's say the the scene instead has always been them selling goods and and not selling a wife, right? And if I, you know, I said to you, oh, they're, you know, they're going to change it. Uh, you know, what 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 change would you like it to be? You know, what would you like a change to be to be changed to? I don't think anybody would go. Well, I'd love to for it to be changed to like a uh, you know scene where they you know sell a bride off. You know what I mean? It's it's just more one of those weird things. It's like, you know, it, if it wasn't there in the first place, then I don't think people would be upset about it not being there. You know. It- and really, it's like, I don't know if anybody remembers, but a little bit past that was the scene where um, originally it was the pirates chasing the women around the the pillars and everything, right? And then they just they took around. them and, yeah, they just swapped them and suddenly it was PC, right? I was, <laughs> so. I was wondering if, like, no one even, I mean, I'm sure, like, some super Disney fans noticed that, but I, I would be, like, the casual person riding that ride that, you know, would probably not even notice that that happened, I would think. But, but it also like it doesn't really look wrong when they did that either, right? Like like you said, yeah. the the scene it's not even like as jarring as Damon sees Jack Sparrow in the ride. This is actually less jarring because it, it's still the same scene. It's just you know they're they're selling off goods. They're still an auction, but fundamentally it's still like it just flows in with the ride. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it'll be something new and interesting to look out for for those of us that are obsessed with it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing for me. Like, like I said, I mean, if they left it in, fine. If they took it out, fine too. I'm still gonna go on it. It's not gonna affect how I ride it. It's one scene in an entire ride. Um, you know, it's it's not gonna be that big of a deal for me. Like, you know, it's like if they if I was on like Spaceship Earth and they you know took out the the scene at the at the end with the you know the 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 girl with the afro and the and the yellow stockings like i'm not gonna like revolt if that happens you know <laughs> it is what it yeah. is so it, you know it, it it doesn't bother me too much i know a lot of people are upset about it but i i would assume that all the people that are upset about it are still gonna write it anyway right well and so one other thing that's happened too with this is that they uh they added the on ride photo as well right yeah so they actually brought back the talking skull so, uh, oh, that's right. You guys haven't had that forever, have you? No. So it was it hasn't gone for quite a while. And <laughs> sorry, um, yeah. it's been at Disneyland forever. I'm just you. I I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, well, my complaint. So we actually we did it. We did pirates pirates the first day that it, they had the on ride on ride photo there. Um, you know, for what that's worth. But um, and pretty much they put put the skull back there just so they could hide the camera for the picture. I guess my only thing about it is it's not taking a picture like it takes a picture before you go down the the drop, right? So like yeah. it's not like during the drop or at the bottom of the drop. Like so all it is is just people just sitting in a boat really, you know. <laughs> and and that's what I was going to say is that you know I I think it might win the award for the least interesting 
ride photo op. Like, (laughs) if it wasn't for Memory Maker, I don't think anyone would ever actually get this photo. That's and and that's the thing. Like, I applaud (laughs) Disney for adding more on ride photos to make memory because every time they do that, they make they make that more valuable, right? So they make it a more valuable thing every time they add one of those. But like, we looked at our picture and it's just us like looking up at the skull, like, "Hey, skull!" Like, there's, there's, you know. I mean, we know the drop's about to happen, but it's not like there's apprehension on our faces or anything. So Yeah, there, there, there's no action to it, right? Like you said, yeah. it's literally just like walking into a room and taking a picture of people that are standing there. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a funny change, but yeah. So, I mean, overall, it sounds like we're kind of all on the same page on this. You know, it's it's one scene. It's, you know, it's not... It's not the end of the world. Uh, I understand why they're doing it. Uh, you know, I understand also why people are upset too. Kind of like you were saying, Damon. I, I see base, both sides of it. You know, uh, there's there's always going to be the side of well, this is you know how the designers wanted it. This was you know uh, one of the last rides that Walt worked on before before he died. You know, so the 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 thought there is to never change any of that stuff. And I get that. I 100% get that. So. Um, but you know, like I said, for me, I, I also know that, you know, Walt Disney was fond of saying that the parks would never be finished. Right. And so in my mind, that means that things are going to change. Sometimes they're going to get updated. I'm never one to get caught up in the updates and the changes. And, uh, you know, I think change is always a good thing. Uh, you know, not, well, let's, let's not say always, but often a good thing. So (laughs) one last bit of food for thought on that. If Walt Disney was alive today, do you think he would have ripped Pirates of the Caribbean out already? I don't know. You mean like just got completely gotten rid of it? Like, like said, okay, we've had you enough, and, the, and he had something new he wanted to put in there. Would everyone be okay if it was Walt saying that? See, so you know what the problem is, is that you're talking before. This is why I, I don't ever think of you know what would Walt do because you're talking about a time pre Mega Million movies, right? I don't know what would have happened, right? Yeah. So oh. if, you, if you if you if you take it outside of that and say forget about the movie. Mm, that's a different I think it's a different discussion than we could possibly have with the movie making so much money well no because he he banked on Sleeping Beauty when he initially built the castle Mm -hmm. so he he still had that same mentality in mind is that he was he was banking on the movie being famous enough that it was going to draw people to the attraction so yeah but I, I think from a money standpoint right so, like, Sleeping Beauty at that time, I, I don't know if we're talking in the same amount of money as we would be talking about a summer blockbuster these days. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder I wonder if what would I even had any say. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, the, you know, that's a, a, an interesting question, even though, you know, like, so, there's basically very few Disneys that are even involved with the company anymore, right? So, like, if Walt were still around, would he have, like, one of those honorary board things? Like, would he not have that much control anymore? You know, what would happen? I mean... But but Trevor's right. Would would Pirates of the Caribbean even be there, right? Yeah. And, and that leads itself to a very interesting discussion is... If Pirates of the Caribbean wasn't even there, would there ever have been a movie, right? Like, That's a we, good could, yeah. we could butterfly affect this totally <laughs> and probably have 10 episodes on that. But it, it does bring up an interesting discussion. What would, Walt, you know, what would Disney look like? Yeah, and I, like I said, I, I just know. put that out there as a thought for all the yeah. people who it's, it's get upset about it. Is, you know, think about how things could have gone differently, right? Yeah. It's completely interesting. I mean, I, I think we'd have a whole series. I think that may be what we need to talk about on our, our, our other podcast that we end up doing. <laughs> the, mean, the weekly our... one that we fill in. Because you know what? That's interesting because it would be something that is not time sensitive. So I, I don't know. I think we hold that discussion. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. It's going to be its own special episode. <laughs> yeah. We've what been, would Walt just, do? Just to reference that, we've, we've actually we've been asked a couple times by, well, 
it's it's many times now to do a weekly podcast, and uh, if we do that, we obviously can't do the same length that we do these, because as you guys all know, we can't keep it to under an hour ever, uh, so probably more like a 15-20 minute type of deal, and so those will be the kind of ones we do, but still a work in progress, so don't look for that one anytime soon yet, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're thinking about it, so... But no, I, I think that's a, a really great point. Um, you know, I, I often hesitate, you know, to uh, with the like, what would Walt do things? Because it's like, who knows what he would have done? He could have done a lot of things. You know, <laughs> he, he I mean, you know, he was a lot of decisions were made after. He was, I mean, Epcot would probably wouldn't exist like it does now if Walt had lived to see it. Right. He, he wanted that to be a real city. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things we probably wouldn't have if, if he would have uh, lived longer. But so. We could have had some really awesome stuff, too. That's also true, too. Mm. Right. We could have had a lot of really, really cool stuff, too. So. <laughs> it's just kind of sad, like none of his kids or anything like kind of took the torch and continued it, you know? Um, oh, money. Roy kind of yeah, did. Money. Roy yeah, kinda, was, yeah. Roy kind of did. I think did. once they turned themselves into a conglomerate, right? It changed a lot of things, too. Right? It's not yeah. about the park. Where does the money come from? It's not about the park, really. It's about the movies, honestly. Well, and let's, and let's be honest, too. Like, could him, him and his brother really have run the size company that it is now? I don't know. I don't know. Right? right we have to stop, though. This is a whole other podcast. Yeah, this is a whole other podcast. <laughs> we, we, we're at, like, an attention. hour and a half. We haven't even heard any rumors. I know. And there's a lot. <laughs> right, we're going to make these quick, though. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. you know, it's getting close to my bedtime too. Yeah, I know. So, all right, so uh, really quick, Siemens is ending their sponsorship of Space, Spaceship Earth and Illuminations. Um, it was coming to the end of their contract, uh, and they decided to end it. Uh, it's interesting because there was also a rumor out there that Siemens was had offered Disney uh, new monorails for free in exchange for putting their branding on the trains. That's not confirmed by anybody. That was just a rumor that was floating around. Uh, I, I mean. I, I don't know how they even thought that Disney would say yes to that. I mean, I just can't see Seaman. I don't think Disney needs the money for any sort of... <laughs> exactly. Right? It leads itself into this whole discussion that we just had, right? If Disney doesn't need the money anymore for these sponsorships, why would you not want to do something your own way, right? Exactly. I mean, even yeah. in, in any of our lives. Like, I, I don't want to be bound by something. So, yeah, I, I, that's a that to me is a, ah, whatever. Well... This is what I find interesting about this. I a lot of people th- are like, okay, well, what does this mean for Illuminations? What does this mean for Spaceship Earth? Because a lot of people thought, okay, you know, Siemens is going to renew, and then they're going to do a new nighttime show. They're going to do a new spaceship. You know, they're going to redo Spaceship Earth again. And kind of what you're saying, like Disney doesn't really need sponsors anymore. And I've noticed they kind hmm. of in Epcot have just been dropping sponsors like flies lately, right? Like, so half of Innovations is empty because they just ended those sponsorships, right? Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if it's just purpose- purposeful at this point where they just don't want sponsorships in, in the park anymore. I don't know. I would agree with you on that because, I mean, th- this ties back into what we were talking about uh, a couple episodes ago with, uh, you know, new permits being filed for them redoing Future World and all that, right? Is that it, uh, the problem with sponsors is that you do have to like they're they don't just give you a blank check and say go do whatever you have to kind of get them involved and abide by their wishes and all that right so it it does mean and and i guess if you want exhibit a of that look at test track is exactly yeah <laughs> it, it, look it, at what they have at test track like listen I can go to the dealership and see a new Corvette yeah it's a car dealership yeah. i really don't want to see it <laughs> i think that yeah, that area exactly. is kind of annoying to me and so, and because of that, right, is, you know, it, it really, it really limits Disney on letting their Imagineers go wild and do what they want to do. And with something like Future World, they need that creative control because it's, it's Future World. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be 
waltz. It's got to be yeah. It's got to be that, stuff right? that you can't go out there and just see, right? It always used to be like you know, what does the World's Fair have back in the day, right? It should be something like that. Where yep. it's new stuff you don't even know. I mean, it's tough with the internet, but all right, great movie ride. We're just going to make this one quick, Tom. Right? Yeah. So we're not even going to talk about the ride. <laughs> and how much? How awesome it is? Well, I'm only bringing it up because we talked about it on a previous podcast about uh, the rumor about it, and so I actually a friend of mine is a cast member, um, and she's actually a manager. But that's all I'll say. And I brought it up to her, and she basically confirmed to me that the ride's going to close. Um, she, you know, didn't say it specifically, but she said. It's going to close. I mean, you know, I kind of said, you know, I heard it's going to close. And she was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to file this in a rumor so Tom doesn't get in trouble. I, but yeah. I, I feel good about this. Uh, she's a good source. So, I, But she, what she did tell me is that it's not closing forever. They're just going to reimagine it into something else. That's all. And that's perfectly fine. And you that's like, exactly like a, fine. Like a Marvel great movie ride? Uh, well, the rumor's been the great Mickey ride. That's been the rumor for a while. That they're going to turn that's, it into That's been the rumor for a while before there was the, you know. Marvel buy right. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. There's not enough. There's not enough Marvel in there. I could see it. That, that would be. An, that would be interesting. I think. Well, they're so limited on what they can do with Marvel. But I know? thought it was. Yeah, but I mean, there's just certain parts of it they can't do, right? I mean, they can do certain things in Marvel. Yeah, no one really seems to know like what the contract is there. Like, so they've been kind of pushing the limits on it lately. Uh, yeah. You know where. They've been like throwing Guardians of the Galaxy stuff in there. A lot of people think that Guardians is not included with that. So correct, I Gu- would think so too. Yeah, and so maybe I mean, but then the rumor is they're going to be doing Guardian stuff either at. Um, it sounds like they're going to be doing it at Epcot. So yeah, I mean, I think Disney would love to do Marvel uh, all over the place. They'd probably make a whole. They'd make the mythical Fifth Gate uh, all Marvel if they could. But um, you know, Universal doesn't really have any any sort of. Um, you know, benefit to just giving that up. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, cause they got a really good deal back in the day, but, um, but yeah, so that's really interesting. Um, I, I'm more, I, I'm more interested in the Brazil added to world showcase. I've always thought that Epcot could use another 10 countries. So yeah. And seems it, does have, me. It, it does sets have, up a total steakhouse, right. Or yeah. something like that. There you right? go. Brazilian yeah. barbecue. Yep. Right, yeah. Brazil's perfect, right? Yeah, I think do... we're all on board with that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you could do a Brazilian steakhouse, right? Oh, it'd be great. Um, yeah, so that's the rumor right now is that it's going to be Brazil uh, that is going to be added to the World Showcase. They do have they have pads for a bunch of other countries. Now, it is worth noting that it's been announced by Disney many times that they were going to add countries and then yes. didn't. So, um, although it seems like this is part of so. All of these Epcot rumors that are going on, the, the big rumor is basically that it's part of a five-year plan that's a phased plan, right? So they're going to do little things at a time. But one of those things is going to be Brazil. And basically, it's going to be in the space. If you know where the trains are between Italy and Germany, mm-hmm. that's where the pad is for it, I right love behind the trains. there. So, love the trains. Well, from what I've read, they're going to relocate the trains. Yeah, like They wouldn't get rid of the trains, because I love the trains, too. We stop and watch those every single Definitely. time we're there, so... So, so the the next one is because again we're butting up against time. Mm-hmm. The Ratatouille ride that just makes me mad. Why? I don't know why, but this just makes me mad. Why does that make you mad? Well, first of all, I think the ride stinks, um, and, and thought... only from what I've seen. Yeah. Right. I, I'm getting to the point now where like, dude, that's the same ride. Like, I, I just why can't I get something a little more um, thrill like? Right, like, why is Rock and Roller Coaster the the biggest thrill ride at Disney? Right, like, give me something. I don't know. I feel like you should be able to make new rides. Why do I have to have something that's already out there? 
That, that's my feeling, right? I mean, Disney, you got Imagineers are get paying these people millions of dollars. You have licenses out that you know what. And I got to see Ratatouille again? I'll go to France if I want to see that ride. <laughs> well, yeah, but... We also have no idea I, what it's going to look like. I, I, I guess the thing is, too, is... so. The thing that really draws me to it is that um, I, I'm in love with their new trackless ride system. So so aside of the fact that it's Ratatouille is that a lot of other parks around the world have gotten this new technology in their rides. So Ratatouille, Mystic Manor in uh, Tokyo, Disney, um, Shanghai has it, has it as well, is that th- this is like their next step in in their ride evolution. And, and yeah, even though you're right, it's not a roller coaster. It's not a super exciting ride is that um, from a technological standpoint, I love, I love the idea of them being able to manipulate the cars, not being forced to, you know, follow the same track. Like it, it leads to, I think like maybe with Ratatouille, they'll switch it up in that maybe there was something that they wanted to do in France that we'll get that France doesn't have. And maybe it'll mean that there'll be some variation to the ride. So, you know, kind of like tower terror has the random drops, right. Is that you'll sure. find that this ride changes every time you ride but, it. But the, the reason that, in my opinion, the reason that, you know, the randomness of tower terror works is because it's a thrill ride, right? So if I don't have a thrill ride, unless you're going to tell me, that it's something more akin to Star Wars where there's different stories, but that doesn't necessarily fit a trackless system, right? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm starting to feel like, why can't I get a thrill ride at Disney? And, you know, when they announce something like this, it makes me feel like, really? Like, there's opportunity in, you know, this area because maybe you'll say, okay, well, Toy Story, you know, we're not going to release a thrill ride because that's not, you know, the audience we're, we're catering to, but I've always felt like Epcot has been the, you know, caters a little bit more to adults. And, and that's why it's a little bit of a disappointment to me, right? Because I think that in a park like that, if you're going to cater to adults and, and it just give me something more. That's how I feel though. Well, I mean, that could also be the argument for why they're doing it though too, right? They want to make it more kid, kid friendly. Make but it you less... have X amount of parks, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh... But I, I always thought that, Epcot wasn't, I mean, it's definitely is tuned towards adults with drinking around the world and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But, um, I always took it as the educational park. Out of yeah. All. Well, Ratatouille is not educational. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't want to yeah. know what it's like True. to be a mouse. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I can envision that myself. I, I don't know. Like I said, just a little bit of a disappointment factor there. I would have liked to have seen like Trevor, like what you're saying, I'd rather you take the Ratatouille part out and just even give me something a little more, you know, educational would have felt like it fit a little bit more. I I feel like that was like the, the last stronghold of, you know, non kitty cutesy rides, you know, either by education or by test track. Right. And this, I don't know. That's just, that's just me though. No, I, I get what you're saying. I, the, I totally understand that. The good news for you, though, is I, I, there are some pretty strong rumors about them putting some thrill rides also in the World Showcase, too. So yeah, that, that could would be fine. It could be like more of an all of the above as opposed to just a one thing. Mm. Right? So <laughs> Maybe you'll get Guardians Test Track or something. Yeah. Guardians Test Track. We already had Test Track two iterations, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay Third with something charm. else. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that actually that actually, does bring cars, up another rumor, yeah. though, is, is uh, you know, the putting Guardians, a Guardians ride where Universe of Energy is tearing all that down. Uh, that is a persistent rumor. There is yeah. some talk that, that it might that be Tron, though, away. too. What's that? 
That needs to go away. I'll take I, I'll take Tron over Guardians of the Galaxy anytime. I think it's a real strong belief by a lot of people, but I really don't. It, it doesn't make sense because. Yeah, but did Frozen make sense? It, it makes Somewhat. it makes more sense than Guardians because Guardians is in the Marvel universe, and that would fit more with Hollywood Studios and where that's going. Because yeah, but Hollywood Studios is going Star Wars. Star I think Wars, if, if you Toy have, if you, Story. Yeah, so if you have your yeah. choice, do you, can they go Star Wars and Marvel, or do you just go Star Wars because it's so big and it doesn't matter, right? Well, mm, I don't know. Well, it kind of seems like Hollywood Studios is now going to be about our like our appreciation of movies as opposed to you know. So it'll be uh, so a lot I'm, of different movies, right? And, uh, and the big yeah. number two is that they're going to change. They're going to get rid of Rock and Roller Coaster uh, and change it what? to. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> well, get rid of Aerosmith. They're going to get rid of Aerosmith Why? from Rock and Roller Coaster and, and do what? Well, so the thought is what they're going <laughs> to. This has actually been a rumor for a really long time, and and actually, I you know, my wife and I were just watching like a video of just kind of what ro- rock and roller coaster looks like. With the see, this on. isn't on your list, so this you're bringing up just to make did, me sad. Wait, did I not put this on the list? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, just to, to make no. me sad. There's there's basically a big rumor, and this kind of started last year because some of the Aerosmith uh, like merch started getting removed from the, the stores. Um, it, the rumor is they're going to change that to a Monsters Inc. ride. And what it's going to be, it's still going to be the roller coaster, the exact same thing. All they're going to do is they're going to retheme it to like the door, uh, that whole door scene from Monsters Inc., where they're going around the door rails. Yeah, I, I See, guess I'm not too mad about that. I'd It'll be work okay with that perfectly. It would, yeah, it would work. Yeah, and, and it, honestly, I think Steve Tyler made them mad. I'm sorry, go ahead, Trevor. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, I think Steve Tyler made them mad when they finally figured out the gesture that he was doing in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably part of it. I always felt like it was kind of out of place there anyway, um, because that movie was – that park was always about making movies, not about making music, right? So yeah, it just felt like always like a weird thing there. And so I, I feel like if they change – Wait, the seas with Nemo's going away? It's, uh, no, not necessarily. So I, a lot of this stuff is reimagining more than anything, right? So – Mm-hmm. Like for me, Rock and Roller Coaster, right? They could change that into the into Monsters Inc. Like they could change the outside building building to look like the the Monsters Inc. building. What and does it matter, Tom? You're never going to go on it anyway. <laughs> Why is Tom even talking about this? It doesn't even matter. I, you know, I enjoy the game. Um, you have. We're going to talk about this. Um, but but I, it seems like it could be one of those things that they could kind of like what they did with Tower of Terror, right? In uh, in Disneyland, where they could close it for six months and completely redo the inside of it without changing the ride pretty much at all except for the theming, right? Kind of seems yeah. like Yeah. That. So, uh, but what, what was the other thing you just asked me about that you were upset about? I don't know, Nemo is oh. becoming the Marine Life Institute. Maybe. No more Nemo? That's a rumor. But then again, you know what? When it started, it wasn't Nemo anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the Living Seas, right? And yeah. so, actually, I kind of think it's a smart move because it almost makes it more real, right? Because it's like now it's this fictional Marine Life Institute from Finding Dory, and that's kind of what it is on the inside, right? It's like an educational, you know, aquarium, mm. right? So. And- and, you know, I haven't been there in so long that the seas was always that it it felt like a, like a like a marine institute to me. So, yeah, I'm fine with them pulling Nemo out of there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't think that's a bad move either. Um, if they were to do it, that one's like a really kind of like shady one uh, as far as rumors go. Um, yeah. As far as some other ones go, uh, really quickly here, uh, the so basically they're talking about doing Epcot in a five five uh, year phase, right? And so a lot of it is going to be redoing the entire entrance to make it way you know uh, newer, you know more futuristic, and uh, that'll include moving the Leave a Legacy Legacy tombstones that are out front there, not getting rid of them, but moving them somewhere. 
Um, but which, you know, the, the interesting thing is that those are so different than the stones around the transportation center that there's a time frame on those. Uh, I think it was Epcot. 20 years, right? Was the yeah, yeah. The, in, in theory, the ones in the travel center are forever. In yeah. theory, yeah. So when you bought the ones there, the the um, you know, they they were there forever. Yeah. But they were, but but because I do have one there, um, but I, I just don't, I don't think that they're going to redo them, is what they said, right? So they'll stay until they're gone or something like that. I, I don't remember, but yeah, I remember the ones at Epcot kind of was like, well, why would I really want that? It's not going to be around forever. Not <laughs> well, that anything. And the ever pictures around that forever. are on them are terrible too. You can't even see like <laughs> people's faces. They look like ghosts. And they, they they were printed with 1990 technology. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think that's that big of a deal. I think it's way due for an upgrade, and I, I think that's a great thing. Um, and they're also talking about completely demolishing Interventions East and West, completely tearing that down. Um, there's talk that they would add a new multi-level restaurant there, which I actually think would be a good thing for that area. Um, you know, because we were actually with, looking for with Epcot. Why do you need something to, somewhere to eat there? Well, I, I feel like the quick service options are not. Uh, if you're like in the future world area, are not always always the greatest, right? So you have like you have electric umbrella. Yep, and that's. That's really about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, you can go. But into why the are you land. eating anywhere except somewhere in a, you know, at a country if you're in Epcot? Well, I mean, if you're just, I'm mm. saying, if you're just in Future World at that moment, there's not a lot of options outside of. Well, you better stuff. walk your butt over somewhere, and you know. The, <laughs> well, but the country, you know, maybe maybe the twist on that will be, um, you know, future food options, like like you know, kind of like how Avatar has all the alien stuff. Is maybe they'll there'll be something just completely different there. Who knows? Who knows? There's a lot of things that can happen there. But, um, yeah, and so Mission Space is being updated right now. Um, you know, so no one really knows what that's going to look like. But it was under construction while I was there, and it looked like they were doing stuff to the exterior. They were. It looks like they were working on some things on the outside. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but the rumors there are that they're going to be adding a new video, a new mission, you know, better effects, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Scary it makes people less sick. What's that? I was going to say, hopefully it makes people less sick. I don't know what Trevor said. Yeah, what did you say, Trevor? I asked if Gary Sinise was still going to be in it. I hope so, because I was really worried they were going to get rid of... Uh, Wait, uh, so you've done that ride? Yeah. Well, not the not the orange side. I'd do the green side. I'm not going to do the spinning. That's crazy. <laughs> the orange is the best. Yeah. I mean, you know, I try to stay off of things that people have died on. Uh, <laughs> but... Well. No, I'm just okay, I'm I won't kidding. Get into it. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but uh, no, I I don't know that that side. I just I feel like I'd probably get really queasy on. To be fair, if you don't have a good stomach for that stuff, yeah, it's it's intense. Yeah, and, and I, I'm assuming they're keeping most of the ride the same. It's maybe just the kind of like you know it, it, some of the effects maybe will change and things like that. Um, you know. So I, I, who knows though? They haven't told anybody. It's one of those really random things that they did and told no one what they were doing. So, um, you know, which seems to be kind of the thing they they do these days. So, <laughs> I'll be interested to see what happens. But it's going to open back up again. I think in a couple weeks. I think by the end of July, it's open back up again. So I'm sure. We'll no, so I'll be there. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, that's one ride I don't ride though. You I'll don't send do that Nope. I'll then send I'll somebody. Let you, I'll let you both know on the orange side if you, you don't do it. Well, no, nah, I'll make sure I send somebody. Do you, do, 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 you don't do the green side even. Me? Yeah. I don't do any side of that ride. <laughs> uh-uh. No, yeah. thank you. I, I get you. I get you. A um, couple other things in here. Uh, I, I, by the way, I, this rumor's coming out, and I want to say that I think I called this on like the first or second podcast that this is going to happen, um, and that's Journey into Imagination being replaced with Inside Out. But 
the the rumor is that Figment will still have some sort of role in it. That's yeah, the, that would be good. I think he fits though. I'm okay he does. He's the Figment of your yeah, imagination, totally. right? Yeah. I mean, how does he not fit with the other things? Wait, was he anywhere in Inside Out? I would have to go back and look. He is. I, he is. Yeah. Brief, so I mean, it's a really, really tiny. It's like you have to blink and you miss it type of thing. Where like uh, I don't remember the exact scene, but there's a there's a stuffed animal of Figment uh, in in Inside Out. So they could they could justify it. Um, and so other things here, Coco, uh, the new movie that's uh, coming out soon here. I believe it it's Disney horrible. Animation. It's not Pixar, right? Ugh, looks horrible. What, that looks hard. I thought it looks great. Really? No. I I thought I the trailer was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I like the idea of it because I, I, I like that whole um, Day of the Dead kind of theme they have going on, and it, it would fit in the Grand Fiesta tour because it is part of their culture and everything. Yeah, it's, it's probably fits better than Three Caballeros does. I mean, because that's basically yeah. just a tourism video from Mexico. <laughs> that's just Disney's take on it, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what that is. So I, I'm fine with it. I thought you don't think that movie looks good, Damon? No. Oh man, I, I really like the trailer for that. I was excited about it, but uh, I guess we'll see, right? Yeah. So you're starting to lose me here. We got to finish this up. <laughs> All right, we're finishing it up. Okay, uh, we got one last topic. So uh, the only other thing we were going to talk about too. Um, so and this is kind of what I was alluding to before. No one really knows any details about this, but the good news is we're going to find out soon because D23 is uh, next weekend, and they're going to announce probably most of this. Um, but the the thought is that there will be new attractions in the United Kingdom section, uh, Germany, and Japan. Uh, years ago, it was rumored that Japan was going to get like a uh, um, a uh, Matterhorn style like mountain behind it. Uh, so that would be your thrill ride, right? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how so, thrilling it is. Okay, so it would be like Mount Fuji, yep. but what would be the we already catch? Have, yeah, because we have Expedition Everest. So what sort of thing are they going to do? Oh, that would be all. They're very spiritual over there. That's so true. maybe it'd be something with like ghosts or something i don't know so like haunted mansion meets matterhorn it could, it could be there are sounds crazy yeah there are apparently unused show buildings that just sit empty behind germany and japan that that, that apparently will are maybe be used for these rides so that are just already sitting there so maybe that'll make it easier but the the exciting thing is there's a lot of cool stuff that is going to be coming to epcot and it's you know due for a reimagining so to speak and uh, i'm excited about it i don't know about you guys but i'm, I'm excited about all this it, it's absolutely due. And, I mean, it, it, it looks like they're definitely doing these in phases. Like, we just finished with Animal Kingdom. Uh, Hollywood Studios is underway. And, and now that Hollywood Studios is getting close to the finish line, yeah, I think you're going to see um, that big revamp. think Hollywood Studios is getting close to the finish line. I think that they're going to have, like, ten more Disney areas. I mean, excuse me, uh, Star Wars areas. I think we're just at the beginning of Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Well, but... When Star Wars Lands opens in 2019, I mean that's going to be. Yeah, I, I think we're going to get a, mind, right. <laughs> I, I think we're going to get more than just that. Star Wars was. I think Star Wars Land will open, and then Star Wars Land will get bigger, and then Star Wars Land will get even bigger. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I, I would bet it's one of those things where it's going to like open. And, and I'm, from what I've everything I've seen, it seems like they've left some room for expansion for that land. Um, but. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it opens and like they're going to like immediately announce that they're working on an expansion for it already, you know, <laughs> like just start working on it right away. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
so that's I mean that's that's great. I'm excited about all this. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I'm excited that they're they're doing so much of the parks and uh, updating them and you know doing a lot of things. And Epcot, like we said, Epcot was really due for an overhaul. It's been kind of a long time, and Innoventions has been kind of dying slowly in front of our eyes for a while now. So it's it's not a bad thing. So yeah, I think that's all we got. Unless you guys want anything else before we wrap this thing up. Uh... Well, that's all I got. Yeah, I think I'm good. <laughs> all right, Damon, yeah. you want to wrap us up? Sure. Sure. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Um, honestly, the best way to get in touch with us is through our Facebook page, though. So you can also come to our website at welcomehomepodcast.com. Um, we always are looking for questions or, you know, if Tom or Trevor made a mistake, then, you know, feel free to email us or Facebook us and let us know about that as what? well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as always, as we look to grow, which means if we grow, we get to give you guys more episodes. And at some point, we're going to put together some sort of giveaway. You know, please like us on Facebook at Welcome Home Podcast, on Twitter at Welcome Home Pod, and on Instagram at Welcome Home Picks. And if you could give us a review on iTunes or any other service that you're listening to, um, listen to the podcast on, that would be absolutely wonderful. Yeah, we love that you all listen to us, but the more reviews, the more people get to listen to us. So, so please, please, please review us if you haven't. And also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. Just a quick update on that. We used to release episodes every Sunday. We are going to start doing them every Monday, or every other Monday, I should say. Not, not every week yet, so uh, don't get too excited yet. But uh, So every other uh, Monday, we're going to be releasing those instead of Sunday, so just a heads up. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, just about any podcast app you can find we are out there just search search for welcome home we'll pop right up and just a reminder to our listeners too welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions expressed on this show are our own so please consult your dvc representative your nearest cast member call disney for to you know confirm any of the information we talked about except for rumors because you call them up and try to get a rumor address they're just going to laugh at you so um you can find me on princecharmingvacations.com for all your disney vacation planning needs damon uh bstkids.com for all your um disney show needs there we go awesome well thank you guys so much for joining us today we really really appreciate it every time you listen to us we really you know we take it to heart we love it uh we have listeners and that you guys listen to us all the time so we appreciate that and so join us next time for more disney parks discussion and of course more disney vacation club talk uh we hope to see you all real soon this is Skipper Albert Awall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is not.